Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell for all the good it does. Uh, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Variety of reward tiers over there. We're coming down to the end of the month in like two days, Larson. And uh, so, yeah, uh, if you want to get your friendo care package, including a comic yeah. book and a poster and some stickers, uh, it's $20, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. But we have a variety of reward tiers over there. Um, and it goes a long way towards helping going in raw. Of course, this is count outs. Yes, count outs where it's we count down Saturday. stuff. Saturday. Yeah. You're going to be on a plane heading across tomorrow. the Atlantic Ocean tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Uh, if you're watching this Saturday morning, first thing when it goes up, pretty good chance I'm going to be doing a stream for Fighter Fest today, whenever that starts, probably 4 p.m. Pacific, I'm guessing. We're off center. Keep talking. Why are we doing power couples in oh, wrestling, Larson? Because uh, it seems like WWE is pushing the idea of having a new power couple, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, uh, in, in terms of what's happening on TV. They are a power couple. You got the uh, universal champion. You got the Raw Women's champion. They are dating. Yes. In real life. Yes, yes, correct. They're putting their their romantic relationship front and center on our TV screens. And we are witnessing the birth of a new power couple within WWE. Is it safe to say... That so we know the universal title is is sort of WWE's top title. Yeah. The women's division has never mattered more than it does mm-hmm. now or the mm-hmm. past three five mm-hmm. years. And the Raw women's title it main evented. I mean I know both the titles main evented, but that was the main title featured at WrestleMania in the main event along with the SmackDown title. Uh, their top. Women's division competitor Becky Lynch holds the top women's division title, so that's sort of a big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah, it's yeah. a huge deal. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're moving forward apparently, allegedly, with uh, focusing more on on those two as a couple uh, on TV. Or that's the rumor, anyways. I mean, we literally saw it at Stomping Grounds to close we did, it out. We did. We did. Probably saw it at Raw as well. Probably. Maybe. Uh, so yeah, I got us thinking. Of course, uh, what are the top? 10. 10. 
power couples. Power couples. In the history of, a pro- is it professional wrestling or just WWE? Or is I it one in the same kind? They're primo- uh, it's professional wrestling. Cause- oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It is professional. Okay, cool. All right. Well, let's get a move on then, Larson. Yes, let us. Number 10. 10. Booker T and Charmel. So uh, Charmel uh, and Booker T got married in like 2005. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think shortly thereafter, she became uh, featured on screen WWE programming. Yeah. Uh, in the build up to King Booker. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then, of course, when King Booker won King of the Ring, sorry, when Booker T won King of the Ring and became King Booker, mm-hmm. Charmel became. Queen Charmel. Queen Charmel. Yeah. And then pretty much for the duration of Booker T's in-ring career through his, this final run, uh, full-time run at WWE, uh, and all through his uh, his TNA run mm-hmm. up until about 2010, uh, it was it was Booker T and Charmel. Yeah. Um, she was seemingly always with him mm-hmm. on camera uh, whenever he was uh, featured in, in either WWE or TNA. Mm, yeah, she was endlessly charming, endlessly entertaining. I was a big fan of hers. We're both big fans of Booker T. Oh, T's. Booker T's the best. And uh, and I thought she added a lot uh, to Booker T. Of course, she wasn't in like the women's division or anything. She didn't win any titles. She wasn't really a wrestler then. She did wrestle, didn't she, in TNA? I believe wasn't so, Wasn't yeah. she part of that really, 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 really bad match? Was yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, I think Ooh, that was her. Best in, left forgotten. Uh, something was the woman from Survivor. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, but, uh, no, together they were a fantastic team. And of course, I mean, they're royalty king and queen, they're royalty. So yes, totally, of course, I mean, it's, you know, not, nobody holds more power than and, the than king royalty. and the queen. Yes. Right. Yes. It's I mean, power. in like, you know, fairy tales and stuff anyways. And way back in the day. Yeah. They would have a lot of power. I mean, it's the ultimate authority. I mean, the the idea of a king and queen is their power is bequeathed to them from the almighty. Yes. Are there any more kings or queens that have like actual like governmental power anymore? That's got to exist somewhere, right? I'm sure it does. <laughs> Don't know <laughs> where. I don't know, man. Don't know where. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if you're talking uh, 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 authority figures, mm-hmm. it doesn't really, I mean, like king and queen, that's tops. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's tops. They're not voted into power. Yeah. They assume power. Correct. This is a thin ass entry. Let's they might continue. have. Let's continue. Ultimate power. Okay. All right. No, Booker T is the best. I love Booker T. Yeah, we Charmel's love him. Great. Any chance to talk about Booker T is Oh, great. yeah. I almost wore my Booker T t-shirt today. Almost did. He'll wear it tomorrow. There you go. All right. Number nine. Nine. Goldust and Terry Reynolds. Of course, she was Marlena back then. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Look, I love this picture you found here because there's two Goldusts. I know. There's a little Goldust over in the corner. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, when they uh, introduced Goldust as the... Uh, Bizarre One, 1995. <laughs> Thank you. That was his nickname, Bizarre the One. Bizarre One. Uh, he yeah. had his wife, Terry, as his, Mar- as his valet. I almost said as his Marlena. As his Marlena. Named valet is the other way around. <laughs> his valet named Marlena. Of course, they were, for realsies, married at the time. Yeah. Um, and so they brought him uh, out on screen as a couple. So, if I recall correctly, when... Oh, we were listening to the Scott Hall episode. Mm-hmm. They brought her out after they originally brought him out, and they were doing the the, the controversial... You know, he was trying to get handsy with uh, Scott Hall. He didn't like that angle particularly. And, uh, and Vince thought that the reaction to him was a bit too much in yeah. the negative direction. Yeah. So, they brought her out... 
uh, as his valet after they had already wheeled out Goldust. Is that correct? Did yes, I get that, that is, right? Yes, that's right, because he debuted late 95, and that mm-hmm. match you're speaking about is from Royal Rumble 96, mm-hmm. and that's when she uh, debuted. Yeah, and uh, so, so, but yeah, no, she then they became basically on camera inseparable. Uh, she was very charismatic. She was really cool. Isn't she like with, isn't she hanging out with New Jack a lot these days? I swear New Jack and her were like an item or something. And I don't just, know anything like about that. Literally just, but look, personal life right there. All right. Yes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, as of July 2011, the couple's no longer together. Okay. So I, I knew I wasn't imagining that. Uh, but yeah, no, she was a pivotal part Oh of yeah, the gold dust character. Yes, um, and uh, and Lawler would always endlessly fawn over her like he did everybody because he's mm-hmm. a big le- lecherous dude back that then. That he was. That he was. Uh, anything else on? on it's character? interesting that they never really pushed gold dust beyond. There's only one D in gold dust, by the way. Uh, they never really pushed gold dust beyond that kind of mid card title scene. See, nobody would have noticed if he didn't say anything because he knew how to get heat, man. Yeah, he yeah. Was, he was a great heel and adding more later to the mix. It, 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 yeah, it was just really shocking. They just kind of, you know, they gave him the mid-card push and then nothing really after that. Yeah, well. Because imagine a feud between Goldust and, and, and Shawn Michaels. That could have been pretty awesome. Yeah. The matches they could have put on would pretty great because Dustin was always a really good worker. He was a really good worker. Uh I wonder if it was, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, his ascendance was at the same time as like a bunch of future basically Hall of Famers. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be Hall of Famer. I think he should be. Yeah, he definitely should be. But, you know, given how crowded that field got very quickly, I mean, that was, it was kind of funny to go over when we were talking about last week, the worst attendance records and uh, uh, worst attendance pay-per-views. And the shift from uh, pre-Austin to Austin mm-hmm. uh, was, oh, was so dramatic, seismic, basically. Yes, and I mean, I know Vince Russo considers uh, the introduction of Goldust to be the true beginning of the Attitude Era because it was a character that was so far different and yeah. it was so far to the extreme that, that Vince then dialed it back and brought Terry on. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting though because my my take on it. Cause I listened to Dustin's appearance on the Jericho's podcast, mm-hmm. um, and when he got hired by WWE, this, he, he he was brought in, and, and Vince was the one that pitched him. On this character, mm-hmm. That's um, and it's in, in Dustin by his own admission wasn't sure how he was supposed to approach it until he had a match against Savio Vega mm-hmm. at a Madison Square Garden at a house show, and Savio suggested he do you know some more sexualized stuff, mm-hmm. and it was getting a response. Yeah, and 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 then Dustin was like, "All right, well, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah I might walk backstage and get fired, but I'll do it." And uh, he walked backstage, and Vince says, um, "Such good shit." Kind of. He says, uh, "You want to go out there and 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 sell out next time you're Madison Square Garden? Go out there and confront Savio again." Yeah. He did. Got a huge reaction. They came back, came backstage. Apparently, Vince loved it. And next time they they had a house show at MSG. Yeah. Not an empty seat, as he tells it. Yeah. Well, I mean, once the responses started coming in, I mean, let's just out and out say it. Like there, there were some very homophobic responses to the direction they were taking his character. They were really trying to push some envelopes there. And it was getting a, a nasty a reaction at a certain point. I mean, the Attitude Era, the beginning of the Attitude Era, we've, seen, we've all seen the signs that people would hold up, and they're atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Vince was at least aware enough 
to be like, okay, hold on a second. We really, we don't want to go in a direction that's going to just, you know, get really ugly uh, or uglier. And uh, maybe that's one reason they, they pulled, maybe he felt that, hey, if, if I be. can't go 110% with this character, then maybe Vince felt I'm not going to be able to go 110% with, with the, the push. push. Maybe, maybe, maybe. That could be. But I mean, just the level of talent was just off the freaking oh, charts yeah, anyways. Hell you yeah. know, it was crazy. So, uh, but yeah, no, one definitely one of the standout characters in the lovely Terry Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, cool stuff. She was recently arrested also for some, but she made it seem like a mishap. She had a gun in an airport, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yeah, she said that. that she actually had brought the gun to like her mom's house to shoot like uh, critters that were like uh, all over her mom's, like, I don't know, yard or, yeah. or farmland or something. You know, there's a lot of times you hear about people getting, getting arrested with a gun in an airport. And it's, 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 it, well, I don't know if this is a common excuse or people are this forgetful about firearms. Like they'll, they'll say, yeah, I put it in there. I forgot about it. I could see that maybe happening with like a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's small. Yeah. And it's not a gun. Generally speaking. Yeah. <laughs> I know. mean, if I have a gun in my possession, I don't know what that thing is at all times. Yeah. But here's the thing. We're not gun people. No, we're not. And I think with gun people, it's such an, it's, a regular aspect of their life. It's probably just another tool at their disposal. It's like having a phone or a wrench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Could be. I don't know. Yeah, we're not gun people at all. No, so can't get in that mindset. Mm-mm. Anyways, let's move on. No, yeah. we're gonna we're starting to get in some meteor entries now, Larson. Oh, I mean, I could talk all day about Booker T. I mean, honestly, when Booker Booker T and Charmel were a thing, is when I wasn't watching as much. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's no. kind of. I mean, I love. I'll talk endlessly about how great Booker T is. Yeah, no, I, I mean, never watch early Impact either. So yeah. No, I Booker T's great. There. What I saw, what I've seen of the King Booker Charmel stuff, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Me too. I need to revisit some of that. Number eight. Eight. Macho Man and Elizabeth. Oh yeah. You might be wondering why aren't they higher? Well, she didn't. She, Elizabeth was great. Yeah. She didn't really do a whole lot though, did well, she? Well, she she was the one who kind of humanized Macho Man. Yeah, sure. He's a larger than life personality. Yeah. And she was there, especially when Macho Man was face Macho Man. To ground him a little bit, to make him a bit more relatable. Yeah, sure. Because uh, without Elizabeth, Macho Man is in no way relatable. Mm-hmm. He's this massive presence. <laughs> he basically seems like an alien. Yeah. Uh, dropped on Earth to entertain everybody. Yeah. Uh, and and to fight. Mm-hmm. But Macho Man is many things. Relatable isn't exactly one of them. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Elizabeth, eminently relatable. Yeah, she's like pretty, but not too pretty. She talks with a very like just. Very likes very softly spoken. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's it's it's. She has she's a very understated thing about her, but she also has like a, a girl next door type look. Yeah, well, she's very relatable. Yeah, and when she when she had to when she was put in posi- positions where she had to project and perform, mm-hmm. she could do that. Like when I see her, I'm like, man, that single mom that works at Kmart is so nice. I really enjoy her helping me with my things where I got to find out where things are at Kmart. Where's there a Kmart near you? Well, this is in the 1980s, oh, man. Sorry. Kmart's were on, Kmart's were like Starbucks yeah, back then. Yeah, they were all over the place, yeah. That's what I think of when I think of oh, her. I thought you were talking about like today. No, she's dead. I don't when I, I think of her she's not that. that's not. I thought your experience you were seeing someone at Kmart who was helping you now and you're hearing flashbacks to There's no Kmart anywhere close to me. I'm not going to Kmart right now, buddy. That's why I asked the question where there's a Kmart next to you. Oh, in 1986? Whoa. They're all over the place, yeah. You couldn't walk on the street without running into one. And yeah, I bought a bunch of GI Joes at Kmart through my life. Did I ever tell you my dad confirmed to me all that G.I. Joe stuff? Yeah, yeah. You, you, I was just never interested in them. You, you, they had no problem I've with them. I've heard this like five times already. 
I was sitting next to you when you got the text from your dad and you read it to me. Verbatim. There was an additional one, though, when I got in my car. Oh, all right. All right. Anyways, Macho Man, great. Elizabeth, great. Uh, and it, even when it was heel Macho Man, it's like you couldn't hate him. Well, I guess you kind of could because you kind of treat Elizabeth like trash when it was heel <laughs> Macho Man. And also when the cameras weren't rolling. Yeah. <laughs> That was terrible. That poor lady. I know. Then she ended up with Lex Luger, and then that was it. God, that's horrible. It is. She, okay, so, but here's the thing, though. This is the biggest thing of them all. She, I mean, historically, though, she is, like, top valet, right? Oh, yeah. Like, historically speaking, yeah. there hasn't been a valet, I think, that's made more of kind of universally uh, loved, beloved yeah. by the WWE Universe than Elizabeth. No. Wasn't she? Was she in the cartoon? I think. I want to say she was in the cartoon. Oh. I'm gonna look that one up. Yeah, while look you that continue one up. To talk about. Look at that. And one of up. course, she was the 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 focal point of the demise of the of, mega powers. Well, I mean, the end the birth of the mega powers and yeah. the demise of the mega yeah. powers. Didn't yeah. she have something to do with the birth of them? I know she had to do with the demise. Yeah, yeah, she had something to do with birth too. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, Hogan Mach- came out and helped her. Macho Man was getting beat up, and so she went backstage and brought Hogan out. Isn't that like the same way they broke up too? <laughs> no, it was all Macho Man being super jealous because, uh, uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> right. Elizabeth went and helped Hogan backstage or something. When he when Hogan carried her away, was yeah, that the was, sorry, yeah, no, the that, that was the end. Sorry, that, that was, was the, the end. end. What yeah. happened in the beginning? That, man? That, uh, no, I told you someone's beating up Macho Man. Yeah, and then she went back backstage and brought Hogan out. And then the end was yeah. when someone laid out Elizabeth. Hogan carried her backstage to get mental tension, right? Leaving Macho Man yeah. in a tag match to, to to fight by himself. There you go. And those were separated by like what twenty four months, like about a year. Yeah, I thought it was two years. It wasn't wasn't well, two? I mean, if you if you if you. Oh, because we had the end of their feud, too. We had, then we had their actual feud. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. you, I got you, I got you. Because, like, WrestleMania, in the leap to WrestleMania 4, there was some interaction. I think after WrestleMania 4 is when the Mega Powers started in earnest. And the WrestleMania 5, they had their match. But then even this following SummerSlam, they had a, ma- a tag match where it was Hogan and Beefcake taking on uh, Macho Man and Zeus. Yeah. So the feud went on for a while. Um, yeah, I mean, you got Elizabeth most... Uh, beloved and iconic valet in WWF WB history. That's Wendy Richter right there. Oh, okay. I think. And then you got Macho Man. He's one of the greats. Where's Macho Man in the Rock and Wrestling? Was he? He had to have been in the Rock and Wrestling. I don't know was he not? not? Maybe you might be more familiar with that cartoon than me. I I, I actually I, I watch more of the in ring product than the cartoon. I loved the cartoon, but to be fair, it was it was thirty some years ago. Thirty. 32, 33 years ago, something like that. Well, yeah. go to the one on the upper left there with the graphic yeah, characters. I tried. Oh, that's tiny, though. You can't really tell. <laughs> I did that. Oh, well. Anyways, uh, so yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think totally she was, when you think of wrestling valets to this day, Elizabeth Macho Man, that was the thing. That was mm-hmm. the deal. They even got mm-hmm. married uh, in even the middle after of the they ring. Were, even after, I think they were already divorced. Wasn't that already after they were divorced? Was it? I think so. That's that's got to be weird. Yeah. Let's see here. Characters. Oh, here we go. Hogan, Junkyard, Lou Albano, Andre, Wendy Richter, Superfly, Snuka. There is no Macho Man here. No. Nor was there an Elizabeth. That's missed opportunity. That is bizarre. Missed opportunity. That's absolutely bizarre that Macho Man wasn't in there. Maybe nobody can could because I don't think people actually did their own voice. Nobody did their own voices. Oh, yeah. It's hard to replicate Macho Man. Yeah. Really hard. Anyways, let's move on, man. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Number seven. Seven. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Now we're entering into this period of wrestling storylines. Becky main eventing WrestleMania. Yeah. Seth has main evented WrestleMania. Yeah, He's this, the top of the company. This, this isn't the first time that uh, uh, the, the two champions of their respective divisions have been an item. We saw that with Edge and Lita. We saw that with Triple H. Stephanie, but I believe it's the first time uh, two people who have main evented WrestleMania have been involved in a romantic relationship. Why are you on the verge of laughing right now? I, I'm not. Because this topic is so ridiculous, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a it's great. I love it. Yeah, that's no, awesome. Like, yeah, uh, but also, like as I sort of alluded to earlier, the women's title hasn't meant as much as it does right now. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, when you mentioned two other Stephanie at that title, nobody it was like, okay, they put the title on her because she's Stephanie, not because the title means anything. The same thing with Lita to a lesser degree. The, like it was back then. What it was, Lita and Trish, and like who else? Maybe Mickey James. No, like the, yeah, yeah. The yeah. women's division didn't quite mean as much back then. Not nearly as much as it did now. It just main event of WrestleMania. It's okay. Uh, and so, but here's the thing: it's early. We don't really know how much they're gonna roll with this Seth and Becky being in stories together Probably as a not, couple. Probably not very much. Um, so, I mean, it, it did. I thought it worked really, really well with one of our later entries with somebody that you just noted. But, uh, but yeah, I'm just not sure. They're, they're each holding down their own division. Do we really need to be? Well, the major thing is, like, the, the, Becky's character, is, it's, it's, I want to say she's heartless, but she just wants to fight. I want to see cool people doing cool things. Yes. It's really difficult to, for you to maintain your cool and like I, I just I look at them and I think they're going grocery shopping together. I know that's not. Cool. Here's the thing: like I spoke about Elizabeth making Macho Man relatable. I mean, Becky's relatable in the sense that uh, when she turned heel, heel, and then Ashley really turned Superface, it was because she was tired of uh, of feeling like she was passed by, and that's, that's that's a feeling that most anyone can understand. And the story that she has 
that is a true story of her history that was a pivotal part of her and Rhonda's storyline. You know, I busted my ass while I was a flight attendant, while I was working other jobs. Mm -hmm. It's a very relatable backstory. Somebody yes. who who achieved their dreams through hard work, determination, and had to sacrifice and did all this other stuff on the side. But in the process of all that, she's become somewhat hardened. Yeah, right. Exactly. She's tough. Yeah. She's not afraid to, to, to mix it up. I don't want any of that to be softened in the least. No. And there's this the, the whole thing where, like, I mean, so when we saw it at Stomping Grounds, you know, she was doing the things that you typically would expect. The roles were kind of, the gender roles were reversed. You know, she's slapping him on the ass. Helping him through the ropes. Hell, I mean, you can't do that if you're a guy these days, like, slapping ladies on the ass. I mean, that's just not cool unless they're, like, you know, married or it's your girlfriend. There's, like, consent there and stuff. But it's just kind of off-putting to see a guy, hey, what's going on? Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably look like that, yeah. Especially, yes, well, actually. But then, yeah, having him go to the open of the ropes for him and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And he's just got a big cheesy smile. Honestly, it's sort of bringing both of them down a notch. Yeah, it makes no. me want to throw up a little bit when I think about yeah. it. I'm not yeah. into it. See, the only time I really enjoy, but it's fun to laugh at. enjoy uh, people who are in a romantic relationship and really reveling in it is when they're heels. When they're bad guys. It works so much better then. I know. That's why, like, we talked about this a little bit on the show uh, when the day we're recording this, which was, uh, like, Monday. Um, like, Andrade and Charlotte. Yeah. Like, I don't ever see them acting all goofy with each other. No. No. It's all fiery passion with it's, them. It's fiery. It's, yeah, amore, you know. Yeah. See, look Caliente. at this list. Uh, Booker T and Charmel, King Booker, heel. Uh, Goldust and Marlena, heels. Uh, Macho Man Elizabeth, when Macho Man came on the scene, heel. Seth and Becky, faces. Uh, no, 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 don't, don't continue. I don't keep going. We got we to. Gotta... Oh, sorry. But pretty much, uh, by and large, the ones that really work best. Mm -hmm. Heels. Yeah, no, I feel you. It nobody nobody didn't just look. Nobody wants to see people like even Macho Man and Elizabeth. It was never. It was always like a very complex situation. Yes. In that Macho Man was like super possessive, and it was insanely jealous, kind of messed up. To mm -hmm. be honest with you, mm -hmm. like looking back on it, oh boy, mm -hmm. toxic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but no, nobody wants to see. Like Seth is just. He's got a big smile on his face. No, I don't want to see anybody smiling unless you're a bad guy and you've just done something really messed up and you're crazy. That's when it's okay to smile and wrestle. Yeah, otherwise, I, don't see, I agree. I don't want to see anybody smiling. Mm -hmm. so. I don't want to seem like they're having fun. <laughs> Experiencing any measure of joy. Oh, man. None. Mirthless. That's Mirthless, how I want yes. all every. That's all how I wrestling. walk through my, my, my life every day. I want everybody else to be in the same state as me. <laughs> exactly. Mirthless. Let's move on. Number six. Six. Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan. They had to go on here somewhere. Uh, he's great. He's outstanding. Yeah. And then she also is part of, she has like a business where she has a well, TV show. Well, her and her sister have launched a, a, quite a, a media empire. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. They got their Total Bellas reality show on E. Of course, that was preceded by Total Divas. Um, she's got like a clothing, clothing line too. Um, her and her sister have launched a pretty significant uh, cross-platform media empire for themselves. And maybe the most heartwarming aspect of their relationship as it pertains to the wrestling we see on camera is the fact that, and there's some reality here. She was the person, according to Daniel Bryan, who said, don't give up on your dreams and your dreams will not give up on you. Uh, and so it seems like she was the impetus for him to continue to try to not just accept the doctors at their word that your brain is not working right and it's never going to work right it's again. To go find a way to make his brain work better. Go get yourself a hyperbaric chamber, dunk your head in it for three hours a day. Yes. Because that's Soak how it, it works. Soak it in pure oxygen. <laughs> right. 
Let it right. heal. Let it heal, and then you can come back in three years. Yes. And she was the one that was propping him up, saying, yes. do this, and he did it, and he returned, and it's fantastic. I will say this, going back to the conversation we had the previous entry. I like to see them smile. I like to see them smile, agreed. However, the two times they paired them up uh, for on-camera roles didn't work for me. Oh, uh, which okay. So first of all, after he won the title at WrestleMania 30, when he was getting beat up by Kane, she was she'd get in there and be like, "Oh, don't beat my husband up." Oh, that's not good. That yeah. wasn't good. That's I'm like that. The off-putting. one when 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 the when they were feuding with Miz and Maurice, that worked slightly more, but she just seemed like she was out of uh, at the ring for so long. Oh yeah, like from a wrestling aspect, it just didn't really it it wasn't connecting well. Yeah. That sort of overshadowed the goodwill she had for having him mm-hmm. keep fighting the good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, no, I agree on screen, but you know, again, off screen because now we're sort of starting to seep into with it, with a couple exceptions here. We're starting to seep into the world, the outside world of like business and success. Yes, and yes, yes, on, yes, the, totally, on the outside. Totally. So, uh, so they have a little bit of both. Yeah, you know, they're on the they got the total Bellas thing. They got Daniel Bryan holding it down in the ring. Yeah. Bree bringing the money from the the media empire. Yeah. Like, we're not showing you guys all our math, but we have some very complex algorithms here in the notes that, you know, it takes all these factors into account. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Moving on. Number five. Five. Lita and Edge. So, they literally had sex on camera in front of everybody. You know why it worked? Because they were heels. Yeah. They're also really hot. Like they well, are, that helps too. That's a hot couple. That helps too. That's supremely hot. That helps too. But I'm saying, you get a couple heels out there who are madly, passionately in love. Yeah, it works. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, they look like porn stars. They're great. And yeah, like you said earlier, and as you can see in that picture, if you're watching this on YouTube, both champions of their divisions at the same, same time. time yeah. yeah, that was good. A, a, a rare occurrence in WWE. And their relationship was the byproduct of affairs or an an affair. When Lita cheated in real life, apparently on Matt Hardy, on Matt Hardy, woo, with Edge, and then that turned into like real stuff. They brought Matt Hardy in, and uh, they had matches. And boy, the crowd was really laying at Alita at the time. And here's the thing about Lita and Edge: like off camera, they actually do seem like the sweetest people. Yeah, like Edge. I know Edge had said that he was super nervous about doing the live sex show. Man, you couldn't really tell because he gave it his all. Yeah, man. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, you could, man, you could see he was kind of excited anyway. Yeah, he was. If he was really nervous, that might not have happened. <laughs> right. Or it might have gone the other way and it would have been be. like way too explicit. It could be. We would have we seen if he was in, into the Bluetooth thing, yes. perhaps. You yes. Know? Entirely oh, possible. Man. Entirely possible. So, yeah, I mean, they had sex on air. That kind of that, that puts them up there in terms of power couples. Oh, totally. You know? As far as I know, they're the only couple to actually ever do that. WWE they programming. were so much fun, though. Like, totally. When Edge was at his like hottest heel action, uh, you know, doing like the stuff with Foley, and uh, what was it? Was like, was it a one night stand when he they were doing the three count? Who was that too? Was it to Trish? I don't know who it was. And he did like the humping oh, yeah, three yeah, count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy crap! Yeah. That was kind of yeah. Radar Superstar was pretty fun. He Edge did a lot of neat things. Edge did a lot of neat things. I just kind of wish I was watching more. Again, like mid aughts, I didn't watch a lot, so I missed a lot of stuff. Yeah, sure. I need to go back and revisit that. No, I know, I agree. Because Edge did a lot of neat things. Yeah. King Booker's there. Like Batista's uh, on the come up. So is Randall Orton. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, a lot of other people. The formative years of their singles careers I missed. Yeah, man, time goes by quick. I remember I was I was pretty deep. I was watching the lead and edge stuff at the time, and I remember, man, these people are pretty cool. 
Anyways, moving on. Number four. Four. Miz and Maurice. Well, the, now they have their own TV show. That's yeah. a pretty big deal. That is huge, though. They have a reality show. Of course, the, the Miz uh, fashions himself a Hollywood A-lister. He's been in some direct-to-DVD movies. Um, so that's a start. It's he's been in a lot of them though. I know, I know. I mean, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not talking crap. I mean, that's the reality <laughs> situation. The movie he's been in, by and large, went direct to DVD or TV, and that's fine. That's a good career you can carve out for yourself. If you take, if you take the quantity of Miz's movies yeah. that he's been in, yeah. I mean, all those combined and squish them together, you have maybe like one Hollywood blockbuster. Maybe right? Maybe maybe I don't know. And it's not like The Rock was in Fast and Furious day one after... Uh, oh my, it took him forever. ...dipping his toe in the Hollywood waters. He had waters. to be in that one crap uh, Richard... What's his face movie? Oh, Southland Tales. Southland Tales. Yeah, it was a terrible movie. He was in that pilot. And he did, a lot of, he did a lot of smaller action movies. Mm-hmm. Walking Tall. Yeah. The Rundown. The Rundown. God. Yeah. That weren't bad. Yeah, no. They were all right. They were good vehicles for him. Yeah. But they were no But he fast had to eventually work his way up to being in Fast and Furious and San Andreas and being the highest paid movie star in the world. Yeah. Miz might get there someday. Again, when, when Maurice came back after being off TV for a while to join Miz on TV on a regular basis, it worked so well. Why? Because they really like each other. And they were heels. Oh, and they were bad guys. They were heels. Yeah, it really it just worked. Yeah. She's terrific. They, they, and here's the funny thing is, like, when they had that thing with uh, Cena and Nikki Bella, yeah. it was so much fun because. You could tell Miz and Maurice, their relationship was true and real. Yeah. And guess what? They're still together. They're about to have their second kid. And meanwhile, you had John and Nikki, and they did the thing in the ring where they proposed. And where are they right now? Not together. That's right. And in fact, they're uh, actually number three on our list. So let's do that, Larson. Number All right, three. Yeah, fine. Nikki Bell and John Cena. Well, he's a big, big movie star now. Well, he's a movie star. He's a he's a big. He's maybe getting to to big movie star. Five years from now, he should be huge, right? You would think so. Yeah, he's got to have. He his... be seen. And as we talked about during the Brie entry, uh, Nikki, uh, along with her sister, has formed themselves quite a media empire. Uh, Total Bell is still going strong on the E Network because JJ's still on that show. Why is he not producer of show? I don't. He like he's barely fit to carry people's bags. That's a good point. Wasn't that one of the one of his storylines? Yeah. Like, yeah. He wanted John Cena to blow the door off the performance center for him so he can get to start as a wrestler. Right. Yeah. And he said, "What was what was the response?" Uh, I'm sorry. What's that? <laughs> but here's the thing: if they had, if 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 their if their uh, relationship, Nikki and John, didn't seem made for TV, like if it seemed like true, genuine love. Yeah. Um. They would have a very good shot of being uh, two on this list. <laughs> I agree. What do you think John Cena loves? Do you think he's capable of love? He loves work. He does seem to really love he work. Likes, he loves to work. He loves to work. He, loves, agree, yeah. he loves the grind. Yeah, I think he That's does. That's what he loves. Yeah. I think his happy place is grinding. I think you're right. Absolutely. And not like hips. And I mean, not like women. Not on women. No. He like working out. Just Working. Working. Being on the road, doing movies, working, working, working. Do you think he has like busy. a... So probably doesn't have to feel any genuine emotion. Does he keep like a list where he crosses things off his list? He'd be like the most list-crossing guy. He'd oh, have I a think lot he of probably stuff. has an assistant that does all that for him. Maybe. Unless he thinks that's like taking... That's like doing less work is having an assistant. Maybe. So, so maybe he, he has like a really in-depth... Uh, he has to have an assistant. Google Calendar thing. Oh, that could be. Uh, but yeah, Task no, managers. she's, she's, uh, she's, yeah, like you said, she's built herself a little media empire with her mm-hmm, sister. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, John Cena, of course, he's a transformer and now he's going to be in he's a, not a transformer. and he's going to be in a fast and a furious movie. Yep. He's not a transformer. He does not. 
I don't know, man. He's got like some amazing heal, healing abilities. Like all he has. Well, then to he's do, Wolverine. He goes. Then he's Wolverine. Remember what those things were called? It was the cubes that they would put into themselves in the Transformers. Oh yeah. Oh shoot, what are those called? It'll come to me at some point. Will it? Yeah, it will. <laughs> oh, man. But, I mean, you have John Cena, who's you know one of the most decorated superstars in WWE history. Nikki Bella, who's a mainstream crossover star at this point. Um, if, if their partnership had worked, it would have been something else. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you saw them, you know, how big of a deal WWE made it when they he proposed to her in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Very, like, he probably didn't want to be doing that. But again, for him, it was all about the work. It was. You know, he, he says, was like, like, came in. I uh, clocked in today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked at the script, the show rundown, saw what I was supposed to do. And uh, apart from a few minor, small objections, I uh, did my job as as asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that involved asking somebody to marry him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to him, All that marriage <laughs> proposal was no different than him showing up a couple years later as Thugonomic Cena. Yeah. No different. No. There was nothing else. It was just you go in, you look at the script, you do your job. Yeah. And Nikki was like, man, that's huge. You just proposed to me the rest of our lives. He was like, well, I clocking, I'm clocking out now. Clocking out now. So we'll um, see how that I'm going to go to the gym and have a couple cups, cups of coffee. <laughs> and after that, I'm going to stop at home, have a high-protein meal. Wait, is it Wednesday? Go back to the gym. Or is it formal dinner day or no? No, mainly it was Sunday, so no. Oh, okay, no then no. Dinner. Okay, good. Formal dinner in my dining room. Yep. Uh, that was still a really missed opportunity. It really should have done a John Cena, Daniel Bryan reality show, just the two of them. I know. That's what I thought Total Bells was going to be. I know, me too. And there was like way too much JJ, and there was way too much Bellas, and there was way too much. Well, there wasn't really enough John Laurinaitis. It really could have been that. It could have been Cena, Daniel Bryan, and John Laurinaitis. And then JJ is the guy they kind of pick on a lot. Right, yeah, exactly. God, who wouldn't want to see that? That sounds like all in that's Vegas that's, together? That's basically the recipe to Come on, money. guys. Let's go to scores. I used to go there all the time. <laughs> Daniel Bryan's like, I don't do that. That's, you know, objectifying. John Cena's like, nope, I don't want to do that. I that might, might compromise my public image. Yeah, exactly. And JJ's like, yeah, come on, let's go. Yeah, I know. Okay, JJ. you and me, JJ. What, so what are you guys going to do while we're gone? <laughs> I'm going to work out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some, uh, some literature on climate change. That's yeah, what Daniel Bryan says. Exactly. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, moving on, number two. Two. Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're a great couple, great in-ring, and now with Cody launching AEW with uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, Brandy is the chief brand officer. Yeah. 
uh, them along with who we'll talk about in our one entry, mm-hmm. as far as I know, is the only wrestling couple who are both in-ring competitors and executives. Yeah, true. And uh, you you mentioned this, you know, in the ring uh, as his manager slash valet, whatever. She is one of the tops. Oh, she's awesome. Maybe maybe the top. That press conference post uh, Wrestle Kingdom, I think maybe it was, where Cody and Brandy were just on fire. He was talking about he's talking about somebody and calling him his young boy. Mm. Juice, juice. When they were when they had a feud with Juice, Brandy was just tops. She was just amazing, and he was great. Oh man, they're just they're absolutely terrific together. Uh, and yeah, of course, obviously it's the it's the 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 mom and dad of the of the nightmare family, and uh, and they're amazing. Yes, they are, and very successful. I mean, who'd have thought Stardust leaves WWE and basically creates is the is the cornerstone of WWE's uh, biggest form of competition. In 20, 20, 20 some years. odd years. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty crazy. Um, and yeah, as you said, they're awesome. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to uh, what they got coming up here on their weekly televised product for all elite wrestling. Real seeing, power. Yes. Seeing, uh, I wonder how, uh, how, how, how prominent uh, Brandy will be on camera on the weekly TV show. If her role in like, what is it? Road to or whatever mm-hmm. the, the series mm-hmm. is. Is any indication? I would imagine pretty heavily. I mean, she was the linchpin for uh, that fatal four-way, yeah, yeah, or the triple threat that turned into a fatal four-way. Um, she was sort of the driving force behind all that. I imagine she will act in sort of the same capacity for the women's division going forward. Mm-hmm. I would imagine in a much less cartoonish way than we've seen, say Stephanie McMahon. Yes. Um, but uh, but I think that she will be maybe the glue that holds it together in the authority role. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, at that all. could be. And I that think she's be. terrific in that. In that and I wonder respect. if she's going to compete at all in the women's division. I don't know. I don't know. I would I would suspect if she did, it would be in the same manner maybe that Cody competes in the men's division, like sort of above, not really above the title, title mix. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at this point, I would be surprised if if Cody ever challenged for the AEW title. I really want to be a while. I mean, if, if you're an, ex, if you're a executive, I mean, unless the storyline really, really demanded, yeah, yeah. And they think, can write a great story around yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. If, if the storyline presents itself, that would naturally culminate in that. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'd say no, but it's, he, I, I doubt it's a personal goal of his to be all elite champion in three years. That's, that would be like a really awkward thing because you got all these wrestlers for all the executives, you know, the elite basically, how do and they all drive creative? Mm-hmm. How do any of them step up and say, "Hey, got a really killer story idea, but it would necessitate us getting the titles." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but the same, I understand. That at the same time, people there is a good contingent of their fan base that's going to want to see them heavily involved and succeed. Mm-hmm. And title and gold means which success. Means, exactly. I know. So there's a, a line they got to balance there between. Uh, keeping themselves legitimate as a, as a promotion, not making it seem purely like a vanity project. Yeah, sure. While also appealing to their hardcore fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more than anything, as so long as they're heavy, which they will be heavily involved in storyline, it'll, it'll satisfy most people. Yeah. But I mean like it within the first two years if the young bucks don't hold the tag titles and all these, it's going to seem weird. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. That would or be same weird. with uh, Kenny getting the all the Kenny title. for sure. They should, I mean, honestly, they should put that title on Kenny within the first 
12 months anyways, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I know they got Jericho, and they really want to push It's Hangman. entirely possible that Jericho wins the title from Hangman Page, and then the next pay-per-view, whenever that is, they have the rubber match between mm-hmm. Kenny and Jericho, and Kenny takes it off him. Yeah, that could be. It's entirely possible. Very possible. Uh, anyways, number one is pretty obvious. Let's do it. Yeah, number, number one. one. Number one. Stephanie and Triple H, McMahon, yeah. Hunter, Helmsley. Yeah. I mean, they're the heir apparents in, uh, to take over WB mm-hmm. whenever Vince retires. And people, fans, down, passes away. fans are generally chomping at the bit for that to happen. Yes. They want to see them in control. Yes. But even uh, before all that, Triple H, one of the most decorated wrestlers in WWE history, what, 14-time world champion. Um, he's the game, the cerebral assassin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was your King favorite your favorite wrestler of the Attitude Era. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, you know, for more than – 20 years now in WWE, Triple H has been one of the cornerstones of the promotion. What year did they get married on camera, the the Vegas thing? Was that 99? Something like that. That might have been 20 years now, huh? Yeah. I wonder what the anniversary of that was. Um, So, and yeah, that was, uh, yeah, because she was about to marry Tess. Mm hmm. Uh, November 1999. Oh, wow, yeah, so we're coming up on 20 years. Yeah. Um, there we go. That's our next, uh, we'll do a top 10 uh, in-ring marriages. So you got Daniel Bryan and AJ. Yeah. You got that one. You got Macho Man, Elizabeth. Okay. Billy and Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be- Did Kane and Lita do, a, do one? Maybe. <laughs> Was there any in TNA? Yeah, there was that killer one like at the uh, like a couple of years ago. It was uh, oh, I vaguely remember that. Uh, uh, Braxton Sutter and Al no and uh, Laurel Van Ness. Oh, uh, Chelsea Green. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was them, wasn't it? So uh, Triple H to Stephanie actually got married in two thousand three. Oh, okay. So it was four years later, huh? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, of course they're basically running the company right now, just waiting out Vince. Yeah. So they can enact their vision. Yep. Of how wrestling yep. should be. Yep. So nothing, nothing trumps that man. Yeah. They're huge. Yeah. Huge. Massive. Enormous. And they also uh, held. Uh, it's all the same time too. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, it's a power couple indeed. Power couple, and they did they did a mixed tag match not too long ago. Uh, Kurt Angle and uh, yeah. Ronda Rousey. Still going strong in ring. Yeah, still going strong. All right, we're just going to close this episode out now. It's pretty much done. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Let us know what wrestling power couples we left off this list. Oh, hey, some of the ones that we did leave off this list. Oh, did you delete them all? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I unfortunately So we didn't, didn't put the, the, the one that's sort of the elephant in the room that, we'd, that people might be thinking, why are uh, Vince and Linda? Well, Vince isn't really a wrestler. Linda's not definitely really not a wrestler. a wrestler. I mean, he's wrestled, but he's not a wrestler. She yeah. definitely hasn't wrestled. Yeah. So they're not on here. No. Uh, Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano, maybe in 10 years. Yeah. They'll be on this list. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, of ones who are, who are you know, more recent that we left off. One of, of my personal favorites currently, John Morrison and Taya Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. They're, they're both great. Yeah. Maybe just Taya now. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. Yeah, they're not Great. really on camera together. They're just yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, Nikki Cross and Dame and Big Damo. Yeah, again, not really on camera. Not together. on camera. Yeah, yeah. Leaving out anybody? Peyton Royce and Sean Spears. Not on camera together. Not even in the same company anymore. No more. Yeah. No, I think that's about it. All right. Dean Ambrose and Renee Young. 
Yeah, they kind of acknowledge it on there, so I guess that counts. A little bit, but, yeah. you know, we always think that she's on the verge of getting fired anyway. Yeah, totally. Because for being on that podcast. Oh, hi, Renee. <laughs> what are you doing, Chris? Oh, she probably, she probably shot him like the word, the dirtiest I look. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.